Hello, everybody. My name is Ron Swarthout, and this is Just a Little Guy, a podcast in which I collaborate with some of my favorite folks from all around the world to whip up a brand new batch of beasties for all your creative needs. Our guest this week is an artist and a streamer. Also, he really likes D&D. Please welcome to the show the man known as Lunchbox. Hey, Lunch, how's it going? It's going well. Going well. Hold yourself. I'm doing pretty all right. Good. Just hanging out here, getting in the monster making kind of mood, you know? Not in that kind of weird way, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm there too. I've been thinking about it all day. Oh, good, good. So then we should be, we should do all right. I, I think so. Yeah. All day while I was working from home, I'm just, oh, I got, I got, I got a thing today. And we're going to. Got to make those monsters. Gotta make these monsters. I got, I got, I didn't want to, there was a piece of me that was like, you know what? I need to go look up a few cryptids and, and stuff just to like, you know, warm up, get the creative juices flowing. Yeah. And I'm like, no, let's just make it organic. I just want to see what happens. And I think that that's the best way to go. Sure. I definitely don't do that when I'm looking for inspiration. Of course. Not at all. No, never. <laughs> Never, ever. <laughs> um, so as I said in the introduction, uh, you do uh, play a lot of like, you know, tabletop games in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a while there you had a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Um, what's your uh, philosophy when it comes to like DMing, like in terms of setting up encounters? Um, you know, I'm really big on rule of cool. Um, I also like to subvert <coughs> uh, expectations of the players. Um, I typically like to run for new players one because they can hide my sins uh, way better, <laughs> easier. Um, they don't know any better. And then, um, you know, I, I'm very much about like, if something cool happens at the table, I want that to be the focal point of the, the combat or the battle. So actually my monsters are not really the center point. Um, they may have like an objective or a goal or, or, or something involved, or maybe they have some special weapon or some sort of, um, you know, something to, to differentiate like the, the mini boss monster or whatever from the little underlings. But I, I, I sure. kind of play my combat based off of the, the characters. And so as they do things that can morph, I'll have a general idea of what I want this combat to be like. And then as they do things, if there's like an opportunity to, you know, add some flourish, that would say lend itself to some role play or some sort of uh, hints or things that might come down the line that I didn't think of. I'll throw that in and I kind of like flavor up the monsters as so basically I'm, I'm giving you a uh, a semi seasoned steak and then we're throwing some finishing butter on it as we fight. Nice. I've been watching a lot of Kitchen Nightmares lately. So we're <laughs> not Kitchen Nightmares. Uh, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's lately, Kitchen. So. <laughs> I like Kitchen Nightmares personally. That's, Me too. that's my favorite. So <laughs> Hell's Kitchen's okay, but I like whenever uh, Gordon goes in there and starts to, oh, this is rubbish. Yeah, all the disgusting <laughs> stuff happening around the restaurant. Just, oh. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> if it causes, uh, if it evokes a visceral reaction. Oh my mm-hmm. God, I can't speak today. A visceral reaction. Let's get we'll fix it in post. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm definitely going to remember to delete this later. Uh, <laughs> um, but that stuff kind of like appeals to me. Um, quite a bit. So moving on from that though. <laughs> um, so our first monster, as you know, is going to be like, I, I give it a name mm-hmm. and then we kind of work out from there what it looks like, what kind of, where it comes from, its powers. And I've thrown in a special little thing here oh. that's like 
kind of a, a wild card, if you will. And that's oh. a humanistic quality okay. that it has. Okay. <laughs> like something that makes it, you know, maybe a little bit complicated. Okay. Or maybe it doesn't have one of those at all. You know, who knows? I'm still working on the format. I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> it evolves just like these monsters. Yes, indeed. Um, so the first one I got is a name that uh, I came up with. And I kind of looked at a description of another monster and I was like, what would I call this thing? And I'm kind of curious what we come up with from here to kind of build build it into something that's fully fleshed and completely different from the thing that I looked at. So the name that I chose for the first monster is the Rhombaxulon. Oh, is that R-H? <laughs> uh, no, R-O-M-B-A-X-U-L-O-N. Rhombaxulon. Man, that's a, that's fun to say. <laughs> right? I There's like so many that. fun little, like, it's almost like crunchy, but not really. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't yes. know how you would describe it, but yes. I, uh, I agree. Um, a good, so what do you good flavor. Where do you think that something like the Rhombaxulon would come from? <sighs> hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So, like, I've been, I've been working out a lot lately. And so the first mm. part of this word is the rom rhomboid is like what sticks out to me. So like oh. maybe it's got like this real big, you know, kind of like a hulking back or something, or like, you know, it's really strong back or maybe like a, like some, some area in the rhomboid region, uh, if you will. And so oh. I would say maybe like things from an area are like, like a, like a place that you would need to use a lot of back muscles. So maybe it uh, lives in trees Oh, I like that idea. I had not even, I, I had no idea where you were going with that. Honestly, I, I mean, was like, so it, it can be a thousand bales? ways. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> it lives in barns <laughs> and it just yeah. does hay bales. I enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah. It climbs trees and it also works on farms to throw hay bales around. It doesn't even work on farms. It just like, just wrecks them, you know? Yep. I mean, the um, back is versatile. So, I mean, it could just be, it could be a monster that swims too. So I don't, I, I, I feel true. like I'm just trying to think oh, of like shrugging great. movements. But, and now that I'm thinking about it, maybe, maybe trees was not the best first choice, but I, I still like it. I still like it. It lives in trees. I still like it too. Yeah. No, I mean, you could do a chin up from trees and I imagine that's what you would use that region for because I don't actually know what it, <laughs> what that is. It'll, um, it'll be a part of that. <clears throat> sure. You need sure. a lot of shoulder work in there. You know, lats, lats mostly, but you know, this, this is included. Of course. Of course. So it's got a big hulking back. What do you think its face looks like? Oh man. Um, what are, we, are we, are we going for like a, like a aesthetic here? I mean, do we want it to be terrifying? Do we, do we care? You know, it would be kind of funny if it was cute, but <laughs> I think that terrifying is kind of more fitting for something called the Rumbaxilon, unless yeah. you want to go like I ironic. I agree. And I feel like, so, so I, I, I'm just pulling from like recent memories, right? Like that's kind of like what's going to be fueling this. And that's typically how things go for me. Um, yeah. I recently watched the movie Annihilation. Um, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but there's this, uh, I don't even know what it's called, but it's basically like a bear that's been genetically mutated by this alien kind of shine that's happening in the area. And mm. uh, the face has kind of morphed into the skeletal structure. And so it's, it's like, it's like the, like a strip from the top of the forehead down to the top, um, the top teeth has been like removed. So like all of that, that bone is kind of exposed. 
And so Ooh. maybe the contrast between the bone and whatever fur and musculature that may be showing um, kind of makes a kind of makes a shape that's familiar like maybe the head itself kind of resembles like a like an owl all right or something if that's exactly. all you were to see like from afar like the only part that you could see is that white of the bone yeah i just looked up the uh the image oh okay yeah, yeah monster yeah. and i'm just like that is it's horrific. terrifying <laughs> what it does is even worse so yeah I'll save the spoilers for that because I yeah, do yeah. kind of want to watch it now. Now that I've <clears throat> no, seen no, the I don't want to. Yeah, no, no, no spoilers here. <laughs> okay, so it lives in trees. It's got a big hulking back that it uses to throw around hay bales or whatever it sees. <laughs> I imagine it's like logs so with the back being so strong. Like the the reason that it is so strong is because it moves between trees. So it's not like a monkey, but like it grabs onto the tree, and it's so strong that it can just you know just pull at the tree and launch itself to the next tree where it grabs onto the next tree. And that's kind of how it moves and skitters through the forest. That's a really cool idea. Like you kind of do the Naruto thing where he's like, you know, flying, but he's launching himself. <laughs> exactly. You know? He's just, yeah, it's just one, one after the other with his arms. Nice. That's, that's a great idea. So that makes him speedy as well, and thus a lot more threatening. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Do we think he has any like kind of supernatural powers? Hmm. Um, I'm thinking maybe, maybe like playing off this the bird thing, right? Like, so birds have that. Uh, what is that magnetism? Uh, what, I forget what it's called. I'm not a biologist, but. Uh, Basically, whenever they're in in a group, like they can kind of be aware of where everyone's at, and it's almost like this kind of precognition type of thing going on with uh, the magnetism of the Earth and this something that's going on inside of their cranium, and it like kind of telelocates yeah. where where they are in relationship to birds. Somebody who really knows things about birds is gonna be like, this guy's an idiot, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you kind of know what I'm talking about when they move as a, as one. No, yeah, but it's a group, but like maybe expand on that, and so that kind of like emanates out as like an electronic kind of pulse and it can like hone in on your nervous system, like the, the impulses in your nervous system and you can feel it when it's around and I love that it's idea. a way of communicating, but you don't know that that's what it is. It just makes you scared. Oh, nice. So it instills fear uh, yeah. and it's victims like it. Yeah, it can. And also like, basically like, um, like emotional manipulation, but oh. that's how it communicates. Gotcha. So it's almost like a gaslighting kind of thing. Yeah, it's not like, necessarily, it's but a gaslighting monster. <laughs> the gaslighting superpower is it. gaslighting. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Perfect. I like it. All right, that's cool. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, so we got its face. We got that it's got a big hulking back. Do we think that it is furry, feathered, or fleshy? Hmm. The three Fs, my favorite question. I feel oh, like, or scaly. I feel like I feel like it's not fleshy because uh, going through all the trees, it would probably have built up some sort of natural resistance to like branches scraping up against it and stuff. So maybe mm. some amalgamation of scaly furry all right scaly furry so like That's the arms are very scaly but like the back is very furry nice and I feel okay like, that gives me 
maybe mm-hmm. the legs are very small. Small legs. Like bat, like bats. All like right. maybe it even has like the bottom half of it where the legs are is like a bat. And it hangs upside down. That's how it sleeps. Ooh. We'd never gone into like the um, sleeping patterns of a monster before. <laughs> I think the closest that we got was in episode one, um, the just a cat, which is one of the ones that Jay corn and I came up with, uh, was like basically a weasel that slept <laughs> in like winter wear throughout most of the year and then emerged during winter to stare at Christmas lights. And eat salmon. <laughs> it's, uh, it's terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely horrific. (laughs) (laughs) And it gets very upset if you if you uh, interrupt it staring at the lights. I will say that. (laughs) Yeah. What else do we need to cover then? Um, Is it is it going to be vaguely humanoid? Do you think other other than the owl head? I I like so like the the head just has like a um I'm, I'm I'm imagining like. If you were to see it not knowing what it was, you would, you would, your mind would put an owl there, right? Like your mm. mind's kind of trying to f- suss out what's in the tree and it sees that shape and it's like, oh, that looks kind of like a barn owl. But, um, outside of that area on the side of the head, it's got big, bulging black eyes that are like kind of shiny. That's, uh. <laughs> so like, and it really, you only notice that if you're, if it's nighttime, cause I'm assuming this is going to be a nocturnal animal type of thing. Yeah. You'd only notice sense. it if there's all are. moonlight, you know what I mean? That's whenever you'd see the gloss, but otherwise it's just like mm. these two deep pits. Cause it's kind of still in behind, under the bone. Oh, wow. That is like, I think I said that bulging, but that's yeah. Little, little, uh, I can see Maybe it in my head. More like con- concave kind of sort of thing sunken in yeah like it's got or... like it's got big eyes but like the 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 ocular uh area the bone area where the the behind it um is or is very large so okay that's really interesting i can picture this like in my head and like i guarantee you if we both or if anybody were to draw pictures of this we'd probably all have a different version of what this looks like but close <laughs> close enough it'd be like different close species of the same thing yeah we'll have to maybe that's what we'll have to do we'll have to draw it and i guess i have to now it, like yep there you go you heard it here first he offered to do it for free mm-hmm. oh, 100%. he's officially out of the artist guild 100%. <laughs> I've shown my hand. Dang it. <laughs> no, no, not again. The art school's never going to forgive me. <laughs> you know, we, we let's go back to the head a little bit. With the big yeah. with the big eyes and like if you got a close-up look, it would be in a way sort of cute. Like cute from close up. Like a small child if had no fear. <laughs> Uh, was confronted with this and it gave off the uh, emotion of, um, you know, love or, or what have you. And it wasn't fear. Uh, you could mm. see this being a real, a real meat cute with like a little, like a little girl, you know, like, oh, okay. oh, this is, this isn't as scary as, and that's what it protects, you know, now it protects the girl cause it's now bonded with it. 
Oh, so it'll like bond to children and then. Yeah. Cause like they're just, less, they're more curious. So like, that's a different kind of, cause you know, kids haven't gone through like the human manipulation of emotions through advertising and nonsense and relationships and stuff. They're, they're, they're untainted. So like, you know, they can communicate with these things. That's really interesting. Huh? And then what do you think its end goal would be? Like, would it, like, raise the children as its own? Do you think that the Rumbaxilon, like, oh. uses that to, like, make Ooh. other Rumbaxilons by, like, converting the children into oh, them? Oh, man. Oh, man. So, okay. So, again, here we go. Uh, I can't remember the name of the movie. But, basically, uh, it was it, the theory was based off of, like, there were these aliens. And they're based off of this type of bird that it, it um... I can't remember if it like takes, if it drops its eggs off in other birds' nests and lets the other birds oh. raise them. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, um, I've heard about that with like a snake before. Is like it, it will drop off its own eggs. It'll or something. pretend like it's one of them. It. Yeah, and or yeah. that or that. Yeah, and so kind of like that. So maybe, um, it 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 does. It accepts the children as their own, um, and maybe that's like their goal is like to find a child to be the thing that like they raise with their children so that they can feed off of the emotions and learn how to manipulate. Oh, that's really, that's dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get real dark here real quick. Cause that was not where I intended to go, but it made sense. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh yes. Um, so I never asked this, even though we, we kind of just went over this. Do you think there would be multiple Rumbaxilon or just the one? Um, I feel like it would be like a, like an endangered species, like something that was from, um, you know, the only reason we know about it now is because the deforestation of areas and stuff like that. And so they've kind of died out as the industrial revolution took off. And so there's not many left very very few and like mm -hmm. really really rare to find because maybe their main area there weren't many to begin with and then you know deforestation and stuff like that has just kind of killed them off and also like food sources and stuff like that what do you think it eats oh man let's see what's a thing that would be like really affected by deforestation i mean birds. maybe there's like a specific <laughs> That's true. Birds that's true. <laughs> I mean, that would make sense with like the owl kind of like mm -hmm. head and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, birds, um, maybe like certain kinds of like moss. Yeah. Um, it's an omnivore. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a uh, certain species of salamander, you know, or something like that. And um, like certain fungus, you know, could that yeah. grow the certain uh, tree tree, um, the kinds of fungus that grow on live trees. In certain yeah, areas. I, I don't know how where, what areas might have that. I may be like you know limiting where this thing can live, but ah, uh, you know, but those <laughs> things, you know what I mean? Like those that like a whole. It's kind of got multiple sources, but all of them are being affected by deforestation. So, is there anything else that we need to add on to this guy? He probably has a tail. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Probably maybe not too long, like but a... like you know enough to. <clears throat> it's very it's powerful enough to get from tree to tree but it still needs some balance so and the small legs are not helping it and even though those are kind of like drafting wings with like maybe webbed wing uh like parachute skin flap All right. yeah like on the feet yeah like like across the, the like 
the crotch area and then from the legs to where the lats, like the underneath the arms. Wow. Okay. Like kind so of. So that would make it a little bit more aerodynamic. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like a flying squirrel, I guess. Would be. In, you know, yeah, so that, that's kind of the, like with those kind of skin, those areas of skin that kind of stretch, help them catch some air if they need it. So we got big hulking back, skin like a flying squirrel, terrifying face, resembles an owl, but you could just see like sinew and like bone. Um, it moves between trees by pulling trees down and by launching itself from tree to tree but also it has a tail that is very powerful. Is that a feathered tail, do you think? Or is it like a, <clears throat> like a one that wraps around like kind of like a monkey? Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking feathered, like get all of it in there. You know what I mean? It's going to have, it's going to have the scaly arms that goes into like the thick, furry shoulder pauldron area you know that kind of like keeps it warm uh that goes down its back but it doesn't have a very long torso and then the tail just kind of juts out like a bird's where there's like you know 45 feathers just crammed together and it's kind of like right no it makes sense to me all right so we got that there all right uh what else do we got what else do we got i have so much here uh it emanates a pulse that uh Oh God, I have it written so we'll, we'll, messily. Call, we'll call it an EMP, emotional manipulation ah, pulse. Ah, yes, an emotional manipulation. Not electrical. Pulse. I love that. emotional. Yes, it really delves into those feelings that you <laughs> didn't let yourself do in your in your childhood right. or something. That's right. <laughs> or if you did, you know, that's what it's going to hone in on. Yeah, yeah. All of your most embarrassing moments. It's just, it's just um, turning that dial. Yeah, it accepts children uh, as its own to f- and then later uses them to feed off of their emotions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cute from close up and it bonds to kids. Uh, what's this thing I have over here? Uh, endangered species, more or less. Only reason we know about it is because of deforestation. Um, yeah, scaly arms furry back. I-, I think that's everything that we've talked about so far. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. All right. Well, that's the Rumbaxulon, folks. Bam. Hope you like it. Hope it makes an appearance in one of your games uh, or a it, story. It 100% is going in one of my new campaigns. Hell <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. It's going to happen. <laughs> and you'll be in it. Wahoo. <laughs> I'm going to die. I keep saying this in all of the D&D campaigns that I'm in, and it's it like, never happens. You know, if you just <laughs> say it, then it doesn't happen, right? That's That's the... Okay, I don't know. I'm getting off track here. I don't know if you watch like what's left of us, which is the campaign that I'm a part of. That uh, the stream. I've watched a few episodes of it. Yeah, I, oh, I did catch it. I uh, followed Jay Corn, and uh, whenever this all kind of started to happen, and we I shifted over to Blue Sky and tried to start posting there more, and saw some of those things. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, I have got a couple. Um, of... Well, I won't spoil it for you, but basically I got myself out of a wee bit of danger by saying, hey, I'm going to die. Well, I'll I'll note that for uh, later viewing. Okay, sounds good. (laughs) I'm glad you didn't die. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Okay, so... uh, Moving on to the next round. So uh, 
we talked a little bit about this off the you know off the record more or less but but you're um you're from arizona mm-hmm. um were you born there no Crazy? i uh i grew up in texas uh in north texas and when i was 16 we moved to flagstaff arizona for um my dad got another job and he moved us out there and i finished up high school out there and then i moved to phoenix um to go to college and i've been here ever since oh that's cool yeah um so growing up then did you hear a lot of stories about like them uh tell, tell me if i'm pronouncing this correctly uh the mogollon uh monster the mogion Mogion monster. Mogion. Yes, I, we're gonna pronounce. I said it correctly. No, the first of course, time. of course. Uh, it's I. I did the same thing when I first started hearing about the Mogion Rim, which is like an area in northern Arizona. Um, yeah. I have not heard much about that particular monster. Um, I know about it. Like I've heard like it's being talked about, but um, the we were. I was very much especially being in Flagstaff, um, there was a lot of kids that would come in from the reservation uh, to go to school where I went to school. And so we would uh, have a few of them on our football team. And so whenever we'd go on trips and things like that, we'd hear like the stories that they would tell. Um, And uh, what we would hear a lot about is uh, skinwalkers. And that was like a big like taboo thing. Like it was like serious. Like you don't, you know, like they wouldn't get off the bus to go use restrooms sometimes in certain areas. And like, and it was like, it was real. So like skinwalkers mm-hmm. are like the thing that I was most um, I was most familiar with um, in in Arizona. I have heard of the Mogollon monster, but uh, feel free to educate me. I would I would like to know because yeah. maybe it's the same thing. It's just called something. So the way that Wikipedia describes it, because I use the most the most wonderful sources. Um, the Mogion monster is commonly described as a large bipedal creature over seven feet tall with large red eyes. Its body is said to be covered in long black or reddish brown hair with the exclusion of chest, face, hands, and feet. Reports claim that it has a strong and pungent odor described as that of, yes. quote, dead fish, a skunk with bad body odor, decaying peat moss, and the musk of a snapping turtle. This is the Arizona, um, this is the Arizona Bigfoot. Yeah, it's the Arizona yeah, Bigfoot. Okay, I have heard of that. <laughs> I heard it called yeah. Arizona Bigfoot. I never heard it called the the exactly like Oh the Mogion. I've monster? heard the words Mogion monster, other people talking about it. But I've I was oh. always talked to, uh, they talked to me about uh Arizona Bigfoot. That's really interesting. Yeah. I guess it might just be like a like a um that might just be like a cultural thing or it, something. It could be, effect, yeah. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Because it's um it, it was in that same kind of area that I I was uh going to high school in, Flagstaff. Um, cause there's some mm-hmm. cities that are very close to there, like Prescott and Williams, um, and a few others. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but those, those ones in particular, like I know that those were the areas that they supposedly were supposedly were reported to be near. Um, and then like near grand, the grand Canyon, but I actually didn't, I've lived here for 25 years and I've never gone to the grand Canyon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, it's, it's totally okay. I've lived in New York my entire life. <laughs> And I've never been to New York City. Wow. So. That's even more <laughs> yeah. shocking. I know, right? <laughs> well, you know, uh, <laughs> what can you do when you have no money? I've what been to Niagara Falls. Well, there you go. That's okay. I've you been to Niagara one. Falls like three times, but never New York City. I just don't go east very often. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know, got to go to yeah. have a reason to, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, my fiance's best friend lives in Long Island, but what are we going to do? We're going to go out and see your best friend one time in 12 years? Nah. 
It'll, Never. it'll change. It'll change soon. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, it's gonna be underwater in a little bit. And I'm sure we could float right on over and see it. Perfect. They sunk it, you bastards. <laughs> uh, Climate change. Yeah, yeah. Serious issues. Let's right, solve them now. Right. <laughs> you thought we were talking about monsters. No, uh, this is a political podcast. The now. real monster was us all along. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> you know, <laughs> peek behind the curtain a little bit. Before I started this show, I was seriously considering using the sign off line. Remember, the real monsters are fascists. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then I was like, I don't know. This is supposed to be a little bit more lighthearted. <laughs> Um, but it is true. Uh, but the real terror <laughs> remains. <laughs> yes, indeed. I mean, I agree with your statement. So, yeah, yeah, no doubts. Fascists, fuck off. Yeah. Um, so moving along, though. Uh, speaking of uh, Arizona, you know, and all of that, the big, you know, Arizona Bigfoot and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, there's also a lot of like technology stuff out in Arizona, right? Like a lot of like laboratories and stuff, at least theoretically. Uh, as, as far as what now? I don't know. I just figured it was like a myth, kind of like uh, Nevada and, you know, just the Southwest in general just being like. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Because, I mean, well, it's like when you get into reservation territory, there's absolutely like I am. I've grown into a person who no longer believes in the paranormal the way I used to. Um mm-hmm. I went on some ride-alongs with uh, some people who were part of the the Arizona Ghostbusters. I used to be really big into like ghost stories and stuff like that uh, mm, out here. And there's a lot like of like haunted fun. stuff out here. So there's a lot of definitely like areas like Flagstaff even has some some haunts. Um, but you know, um, it's all anecdotal. There's all a bunch of stories. It's all people who and there's a lot of people who like to go hike and and go go backpacking and in the in the Grand Canyon. I have a lot of friends who did that. A lot of families in Flagstaff specifically. It, it's a big draw for people um, to to who are like in, active in like hiking circles to live in Flagstaff. And uh, obviously, then they go to Grand Canyon and all Mogollon Rim and all the places. And there's people who. You know, I had hmm. friends who's who would be like, oh, we're going on a trip to the Mogollon Rim. We're going to hike it. And I'm like, that sounds great. See you later have fun um, i am not into that kind of fitness so that's um, fair but i would hear stories in those particular so like people who were really active in camping said that they heard sounds that they couldn't explain that they smelled things that were very weird that were very strange uh, that they couldn't um place uh that smelled like one thing but there's no reason for it to be around um i have a lot of like you know native american friends that would would say uh that there was things out there. And when they said it, it's like, you believed it because yeah. it's the way they deliver it <laughs> and the way that they were <laughs> the terror when they were like, someone wouldn't even want to talk. Like they would talk about it just to like, to like say, Hey, yeah, that's real. And then they would like back away yeah. and like no longer speak about it. Um, so, you know, just the way that that was, so that that was always, and we would uh, go to, um, we had one football team that we played that was on the reservation. It was uh, near Chinle, or was Chinle, um, and on the Chinle reservation. And that is a trip that I will never forget because weird things happened, and our our Native American players were spooked. 
and it was oh, really? it was a it was a it was a spooky time, and I'll tell you that at a later time. I don't want to take up. <laughs> I, no, I know this is like a spooky no. spooky theme here, but uh, that's a that's, that's a story for another time. All right. Well, I look forward to having you on again so we can talk about that. Then. Absolutely. <laughs> but as far as like, uh, you know, nobody's seen. Like, there's been no evidence. There's been no like, hey, here's a footprint. You know, like uh, I forget where it's at. Oh, uh, was it near the Appalachian Mountains or whatever? Where like they've, they've, you know, they've tried. They've some of this has been debunked, and there's things, and there's people who are, are out there actively tracking down a Bigfoot uh, on the other yeah. sides, other parts of the country. But um, but like nothing nothing from the area where I grew up or in Arizona, like had anything like that in particular relating to the Arizona Bigfoot or Mogollon monster, just stories. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, but, um, so what I was saying is like, um, do they have like laboratories out there? Like that kind of like technological, um, thing, not necessarily related to that, but just like, there's a lot of tech, like in the Southwest in general, unless I'm mistaken. Right. Um, like oh, oh, you mean like, like scientific that? research centers and stuff? Yeah, like that? yeah, I'm yeah. I'm sorry, I was kind of like going off on a tangent here. Um, no, yeah, no, okay. there, yeah, there's totally um, a lot of uh, a lot of um, like down towards Tucson. I think it's on Mount Lemmon. There's a there's a, a lot of uh, telescopes and things like that where they are tracking, you know. Um, night sky activity there's a lot of stuff uh locally in phoenix in in arizona in, in phoenix arizona that um especially since the um the phoenix lights i don't know if you're familiar with that but it was like a kind of mass no it's uh news to me look it up it's uh i, I was i right. lived here when that happened it was uh, a a mass sighting of lights in the sky over uh phoenix all right. And traveled through and cool. there's uh, there's a few videos that people took. Of course, they're like the little shitty. So like whenever that happened, there was a lot of uh, there was a big draw for some uh, some people to come out here and try to investigate. And obviously they didn't find anything. Um, there are a lot of research centers, but most of it is dealing with, um, you know. Yep, yeah, that's it. That I mean, that's yeah. not the <laughs> that's not the real image, <laughs> but. <laughs> Sure it is. It, what are you talking about? If you turned all the lights off or all the, you know, you took the sun away, that's what it looked like. And oh, it was okay. kind of creepy. And it was, it was a, it was a strange time. So, oh, I mean, I can imagine. But there's a uh, lot of, uh, you know, near Tucson, um, there is uh, hmm. a, 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 an observatory in Flagstaff. <clears throat> that's actually where Percival Lowell found Pluto. Oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that was part of the history of yeah, that, yeah, that region. Uh, yep, I actually know the descendant of Percival Lowell. <laughs> so wow. it's very in, in, uh, intertwined in my my family's history. So um Fancy. <clears throat> yeah, so that was kind of cool. But um yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of study of the sky, but not necessarily paranormal outside of small groups that would go around like uh, like I said the Arizona Ghostbusters they would go around to different places to kind of do paranormal research and things like that um I know there's little groups that do that but yeah um but okay so not a lot of like research labs or anything like that I, I wouldn't I, not that I can recall like I guess if hey we're researching you know um we're researching like what's that Skywalker it was a Skinwalker Ranch people that yeah. are doing that thing um those guys are or in a different area, but there's nothing like that that I know of out here. Gotcha. Well, the reason I ask is because the monster Matic just spit out a thing that oh. says this monster 
was created in a laboratory experiment gone wrong and escaped into the wilderness. It now roams free, wreaking havoc on unsuspecting humans. So let's talk about something real quick. This is not necessarily mm-hmm. on the same page, but this is a true story. Uh, the FBI busted uh, a place right down the street from where I used to work for eight years uh, okay. for being a, they, they touted themselves as a cryogenic freezing um, place like that. You, you want to like, freeze yeah. your body for future, right? Whatever. Uh, and turned right, out it was right. just a front for the mob. And there was a bunch of, uh, this is where if you, if you needed to disappear somebody, they were putting these, you know, this oh. is where the body parts went. And so the FBI got wind of this and busted them and they were taking body parts out of this, uh, this place, this scientific lab that was uh, there. So I guess we could, st- we could count that, you know, uh, cause who knows, yeah, maybe sure. that wasn't what that was. And that was just the cover story. Maybe there was a creature that was being produced Frankenstein style there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that, those, <laughs> That's are the, really interesting. those are the dead people that it killed. <laughs> Yeah. So what do you, do you think that that would like show up in its appearance? Like, do you think it would look like a Frankenstein monster kind of thing? Uh, yeah, sure. We can, we can toss that in there. Um, yeah, but this is like a, you know, best, best body parts kind of, you know, maybe, maybe like even like misshape, not misshapen, but mis misaligned body parts to give it different features. So like you got longer arms and, or, well, we kind of like did that with the other ones. Maybe there's longer legs so it can have a longer stride. Mm, You know, that makes sense. Maybe they've added extra muscles like to like enhance strength. So like, you know, it's very Hulk like. Of course. And it's very tall. Yeah. Do you think it ambulates well or do you think it like, I feel like uh, the gate moves like is the... a little like, like I, I hate to bring up a certain somebody who played a certain uh, superhero that had just had a certain movie that just came out, but the way that that person in particular runs. Okay. Do you know where so I'm like going it moves, with this? Um, <laughs> do you, yeah. Are you yeah. What I, was saying? Um, I don't yeah, want to give yeah. that person any, any extra. <laughs> promotion but um but yeah like no, a very like a very almost like it's almost like they're walking but they're going as fast as me running okay so they walk really fast so it's like a very a very exaggerated step but it creates so much torque and force that it throws it you know they can they can just outpace anybody by just long striding that's really, uh, that's an interesting way to look at it then. Um, so it's got the best body parts, like longer legs, so it has a longer stride, and they just infuse it with more muscles so that it has extra strength. It walks really fast, but it has a exaggerated step, um, and it outpaces everybody just by long striding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we think that it has, like, a decent-looking, like, human face, or do we think that it looks like something else? let's say it has a very human looking face, but upon further investigation, if you were to get up close, um, it's like, it's like the skin is made of, it's like layers so that the, the features can morph so it can kind of disguise itself. Oh, that's, that's interesting. So kind of like a, 
I mean, what am I thinking of? Um, I don't go almost with, like um, like um, like a octo- uh, is it octopus? No, uh, almost uh, like Rorschach from yeah, kind of like that, but but, but more with, with like human, features. like a better facial feature recognition. Like it looks like an eyeball, but like unless you got really close and it was re- it was bright out, it was like noon. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then you yeah. see the translucent stuff underneath because the skin kind of maybe moves underneath, like because you can see things kind of moving underneath it because it acts more like uh-huh. a um like a. Is it, so it's is got it, like almost like a thin like mask. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's a movie that I've seen recently. I can't think of what it's called, but there's something where it's like somebody's wearing a mask that has like basically like makeup on the front of it. It's like very painted on but you you know obviously you can see their like emotions and stuff like that underneath it Uh, i can't think what it is right now um is it the uh, is he like a clown or a mime or something like that i think that was the case i think i know what you're talking about but i can't remember it either i can't remember the name of it yeah i just remember it was like a plastic mask that was like translucent and it had like like rosy cheeks and like bright red lipstick and like eye shadow on it but like you could tell that like the face underneath it was like not that i don't know <laughs> no, yeah that's a different movie that's not the one i was thinking of so no, we, okay you've, you've diverted from what i was thinking of all right but yeah kind of <laughs> like what you're describing yeah okay cool i like that so the face is it looks very human but it's not quite as it appears right uh let's see what kind of fashion sense do you think it would have I don't know. Let's say, let's say it's like super intelligent. And so, Mm -hmm. um, this, this like skin chameleon thing is, is an all over thing. It's not just his face, it's his whole body. And so it can kind of like, uh, mimic different fashions as it picks up. So like it can blend in better and it's kind of like it's, it's two features are, it can blend in and it's fast. That sounds for something that like initially started out as like a Frankenstein thing. That's really freaky. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, so like they Frankenstein it together out of body parts and added extra bone and muscle, whatever, uh, to make like a super soldier. And then it got out of hand and this is what they got. And they kind of tried to mix some bio biotech skin shielding nanotech stuff that didn't go right. And that's why it's doing what it, it it's meant for infiltration. That's really cool. I like the idea. Menford. Assimilate. Assimilate. Oh, wait, that's a different thing. Uh, <laughs> Small genre. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think it can fly? Um, I'm going to say because it's so fast, no. Can't fly. Like, it's not okay. really. It didn't, it didn't. They don't have any flying abilities. Sure, sure. Um, what do you think motivates it? Uh, a hey, how about this? It's like it's not. It's it's you know, it's half baked, so it's still a child. And okay. so it's like I hate going back to like kids. This is what I'm bringing. Uh, <laughs> so like it's kind of like it wants to belong. Oh, it wants to belong. So it goes place to place and tries to assimilate, um, just to like be around people until they notice, and then it and then it scoots out. 
Oh, so that would also mean that it's like afraid of being found out. Right. So it's kind of like testing constantly. And as it does this, it grows and it matures and it can then take on certain things like it will. It's it's learning as it goes. And so it's trying to sit around and listen to people talk so it understands how to speak and how to have a conversation again, because, again, they're using parts of the human brain and, you know, with some injections and things. Right. It's almost it it's it's almost like it's an AI but yeah. in human form. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like an actual human like this is the the singularity. Sure. I'm gonna pretend like I know what that is. Yeah. Well that's <laughs> just the, the as soon as we start integrating tech into our into our brain. Like what Elon is trying to do. Screw oh. that dude. That like Neuralink thing. That's the sing- that's gonna become yeah. the singular. That's kind of what the, it's like eventually we're going to integrate with machines. Mm-hmm. But this is all bio. This is all biotech stuff. So all right. All biotech. Yeah. Nice. This uh went from being like really like cheesy to being really fucking cool. <laughs> right. Uh do you think it has any unique markings? Um, uh, absolutely. Like probably from the, like the, the surgical stuff that's gone on. Um, even though it can like hide most of that, uh, maybe there's something, the spine, it can't hide the, there's a, there's a deep line cut right down the sternum to crotch area where, you know, things had to be moved around and sewn up multiple times. Yeah. Almost like an autopsy. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, kind yeah, of thing. yeah. The why. Right. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. What are you talking about? No, no. Uh, I've never seen an autopsy photo at all. <laughs> what causes it disgust? Um, hmm. If you can't come up with anything for that, I've got a better one, actually. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to let you feel that one. I feel like I've, I've monopolized this. Okay. I think that what would cause it disgust is injustice honestly okay yeah because yeah yeah because it's not like it's it's got like a childlike intelligence but even when you're younger like you kind of you could see something unfair in the world like it still has its humanity like and on a base level like morality doesn't rely on on god or religion it relies on the base instincts of humanity and it's still there that's freaking great right I mean, I think it makes sense anyway. But I like that's it. Just me. All right, of course. Uh, I mean, it makes sense to me too. <laughs> and it wasn't trained yet, so it doesn't know that I'm supposed to be a killing machine. I just do it. Yeah. Wait a minute. I know I'm murdering these people, <laughs> but I have a reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> which makes me wonder: Does it have free will? Do you think? I think it think it. I think it thinks it does. But maybe ultimately it doesn't. Nice. Like it at its it at its core is still some sort of controlled menace. And so yeah. the right keywords or the right flashing of lights or the right things that you know should have been pro, was programmed partially into it will still make it do things. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right. Do we need to add anything else to this person? I guess we gotta give it a name. Uh, wait. I thought that uh, I thought the name was. Oh, never mind. That's the next. The next one, huh? Um. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what 
is its name. I thought you had a really interesting one with like the chameleon uh, thing there. There was something that you said specifically that like really leapt out at me, but now I can't quite find <laughs> uh, it. <laughs> with like with the chameleon part, like how the, the skin and all that stuff like kind of changes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it changes to blend in. Um, like it's not camo. Mm. Like this almost feels like it should have like a scientific kind of like, like a uh, robotic kind of name, but oh, right. that also feels like, like, uh, it also feels, eh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the bio shifter. <laughs> Ah, there you go. That's a pretty good one, actually. Bio shifting, or bi- yeah, the bio shifter is what it's like. It would be colloquially called. Yeah, yeah, that could be. It's like it's street name. Yeah, you guys see yeah. that bio shifter there? Bio shifter. Oh, what a god dang yeah, rep- yeah. reptile! <laughs> <laughs> the reptiles everywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh no! Now we got Alex Jones calling. No. Me. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, from jail? No, wait. Like, no, no, he's just, he can't afford a phone. Oh, right, so. right, right. He's just broke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So far. Right, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, um, okay, BioShifter's a good one. Uh, um, God damn, there was like some, it's really going to like, I'm going to go back and, and listen, listen to, it to this and later, it, yeah. and We're I'm going to hear it, I'm going to be like, son of a... <laughs> That's the one. That's the thing. I was trying to... I was trying to think of like, cause, cause, uh, yeah, it's shifting, but like, uh, I was thinking more of like, a an octopus, how an octopus can like change its shape and color to the, st- the and texture even to the, is it an octopus? It's octopus, right? Um, I think that's a thing. It's the, th- it, well, I mean like they're amazing like, under, underwater and like there's, there's reason to believe that there's so much going on in their brain that we'll never understand it. Like they're, they, they are aliens, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. But that transformation, I forget what that's called. Um, I'm not really sure either. I can look it up. Yeah. Oh, maybe we call him transmog. Oh, there you go. Because it like, you know, it's transmutating and transmogrifying what's around it and learning. And, you know, I kind of feel like that's. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh is there an octopus that can change its shape? There's the mimic octopus has a unique way of camouflaging rather than blending in the seafloor. It changes its skin color and how it moves its tentacles to take on the shape of other sea creatures. Yeah. It's wild, man. It's wild. Oh. Like watch videos of that. I can watch that all day because you'll just be sitting there watching. And you're like, dude, that's a turtle's head. No, it's not. <laughs> what just, uh, happened? just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it gets away. So, and I think that's kind of very, uh, I could see this thing having that same kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's kind of how it how it reacts, you know, until it's reached its full potential. Yeah. And as long as it hasn't seen enough yellow blinking lights, it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, I don't think we can call this a mimic. Uh, yeah, I feel like I that's wanna, already taken. I feel like that's uh, some IP going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm okay with bio shifter for now. If, if okay. You are. Okay. We'll, we'll come, we'll circle back. 
we can workshop we can that workshop a little bit that later. one yeah that one seems very so when i was a kid we had this thing uh the library local library put on this thing and part of the week-long event that you know you'd go to the library every day and you like there was to get kids to learn how to like read more um it was like a nice little community thing and they had this thing this this thing where at the end of the week like they wanted everybody to come up with a creature or a a, a monster or um you know a fictional character and that's so cool i came i didn't know until like the day before that i was supposed to show up and do that and they gave me like a few things to put together because all the kids that were already there had taken all the good stuff and so i made like this weird spider thing and out of a cardboard tube and and some wire and i had to stand up there and tell her and they're like hey, what's its name and i'm like uh because they didn't tell us that we needed to name it of course of <laughs> and course. this is where i'm at right now so i called it a spider crider but i was i was seven <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a good name too though. Um Thanks. Spider Crider. It was horrible. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll give you credit for coming up out. with it on the fly. For coming up on the fly, which is pretty much the whole that's right. thing of this show. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad at all. Um appreciate that. Okay. Yeah, my pleasure. Did we make it any sort of human, do you think? Um, like in terms of like I guess we did like make it so that it has like some kind of childlike innocence. So I guess that's humanistic enough. I mean it's it's learning from people. Uh, it, it likes it needs to, it wants to belong. It wants to like find its like what you would consider your tribe. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's very humanish. That's right. Good point. Good point. Okay. Um do we need to add anything to him? I feel like that's pretty, it's nice and spooky. It's got some cool, you know, features to it already. It's not necessarily a danger, a dangerous, it's very cryptid, not so much monster. You know what I mean? Right. Um, And it's very uncanny, which is like mm -hmm. very visceral (laughs) for people. (laughs) Right. There's that word again. So... Yeah, no, I, I like this guy, the uh, the bio shifter, as he is currently known. Bio. And right off into the sunset. Bio shifter. Bio shifter. Kind of sounds like Hi Ho Silver. <laughs> bio shifter away! <laughs> and he runs. <laughs> yes, but he looks <laughs> like he's walking. <laughs> right, right. He's just lumbering. <laughs> he's so speedy. It's it's that gift from the uh, from the proud family. <laughs> where he's <laughs> you know the one wait, 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 the proud family yeah yeah wait which one are you talking about yeah yeah the hold on a second maybe i'm wrong holy shit what there's this one gif with like the i swear to god it's the father from the proud family and he's like running down the street with like his elbows like like going up and down and stuff. It's it. It looked wacky. Oh, there it is. I found it. This one. Oh, oh, the, the cartoon. It's <laughs> like wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's exactly. Yeah, family, that's it. Know. That's the. That's that's exactly what I have in my head. Exactly. <laughs> that's how he walks. He's just got a weird walk cycle. Oh, oh man. It's like wait, what are you talking about? What gift? Are you talking about uh, Lovecraft country? The the family. Oh, yeah. Band? Yeah. What are you talking about? No, no. Although I did, I started watching that. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I um, thought it was awesome. I was I, sad when I found out that they weren't making it a season two, but now it sounds like maybe me they are. too. What? I, this is the first time I'm hearing about. Yeah, that. I don't know. I, I, it was a rumor. So, 
I'm going to have to keep an eye out for Don't that. listen to me, everybody. Maybe a lie. I got duped. <laughs> I'm pretty easily duped on TikTok. You and me both. Man. You and me love both. Love TikTok. I know. Isn't that great? So yep. wonderful. Isn't that wonderful, folks? So wonderful. <laughs> So tell me, Lunchbox, are you a fan of dessert? I love dessert. <laughs> Brownies and ice cream are my kryptonite. <laughs> on the uh, on the uh, Notion page that I have set up here, I actually put a little picture in the cover where it's just a Lunchbox that has a muffin in it. <laughs> <laughs> I do love me a muffin, too, but it's only breakfast. You yeah. know? That's not dessert. That's, oh, yeah. That's not dessert. That's a hearty meal for start of your day yeah what do you consider the uh what's the how do you delineate like a breakfast pastry thing from a dessert pastry? um i would say i would say if it's got fruit it could be either or but if it's got mm. uh like banana bread or uh, uh almond or like um i mean this one's no 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 i'm gonna keep that one in there um like if it's like a like brown sugar or like banana bread or, or zucchini bread or something like that. Um, yeah. That, that is specifically breakfast raisin, raisin cinnamon, you know? Yeah. That makes sense. If it's, it's got fruit, it could be, it could be either or, um, but if not, then, you know, it's morning, it's morning time. Yeah. For me. All right. No, that makes sense to me. Uh, I mean, I, I associate like the cinnamon flavor and stuff like that and raisins with breakfast as well. Um, I feel like that's a pretty common thing. And, you know, all of you uh, raisin dessert defenders, feel free to make a comment because <laughs> I need the engagement. Uh, <laughs> like, get those raisins out of here. Yeah, yeah. The California raisins, they're coming for me. You know how you can help me build up my defenses? <laughs> By donating to the Patreon at patreon.com slash just a little guy pod. Sorry, it's actually just a little guy. Excellent. I fucked up my own Patreon. It's okay. You fix it in post. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Patreon.com slash just a little guy. Okay. There you go. <laughs> um, how do you feel about uh like um uh oh god I lost it. Never mind. Pastries. Let's uh, move on. <laughs> pastries, yes. <laughs> uh so the delineation between breakfast and dessert pastries. You said fruit could be either or um, yeah, but if it doesn't have fruit, what, what's, it's gonna go. It's, it's morning. Ch- chocolate or fruit can go either or. Yeah. But anything That's else, fair. it's gonna stay in the morning. Stay, stay in the right. before eleven. Yeah. So if you went to like a, a a fast food chain in the morning and you were to like pick up something sweet, what would your go to be? Oh man, like what time of day? And did you? Uh, are you uh, saying dessert? Or are you saying before like ten a.m.? Uh, just like if you're going out for breakfast. Oh, if I'm going out for breakfast, so uh, fast food or any place um i guess you can expand it to any place i was just thinking fast food but that might just be because we have a sorely lacking <laughs> breakfast hub around here we've got the brugger's bagels hey. and then every place that's like fast food so like mcdonald's so taco bell i'm a f- big fan of burritos breakfast burritos so anywhere that's got a good breakfast mm. burrito i'm gonna hit that um croissants are also uh top tier there's a place here called bosa donuts and they have the most amazing croissants that have it's a cream cheese ham and jalapeno croissant and they warm it up and it's huge and it's amazing 
And that's like that sounds those wonderful. Are that and a breakfast burrito or a breakfast burrito are like the two breakfast fast food places. If I'm going somewhere else, if I'm going like if I'm anywhere like including like a sit down place, or maybe I'm just going to pick it up. Um, I hate to admit it, but Cracker Barrel is is amazing. Black Bear Diner, similar, mm-hmm. also great. Love those two places. Yeah, that's fair. And if you were to like get something sweet from there, what would you uh, pick up? Uh, oh, so if Cracker Barrel, it's going to be uh, blueberry or peach cobbler. Um, if I'm going to uh, get myself a breakfast burrito, it's probably going to be a Mexican food place. So uh, probably a, a, a strawberry filled churro. Or nice. if I'm going to the place that I talked about with the croissants, they also serve donuts. So I would probably get a donut. Nice, nice. All right. Well, that leads nicely into our next uh, creature. Oh, yes. Believe it or not, this one comes from from my fiance, uh, known online as Color Mania Art. Uh, this one is called the Fritter Critter. <laughs> oh, dang it! <laughs> oh, the Fritter, the Fritter. <laughs> oh, that is a favorite of mine. Yeah, no, ours too. So the, the donut <laughs> place, uh, when I said donut, I actually meant fritter. That's what you what you didn't hear. Oh, so, really? Yeah, that fritter, an apple fritter is, is uh, yeah, top, top tier. Very nice. Yeah, we usually get like a Danish or something like that, but Good she call. also loves the apple fritters. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so yeah, the fritter critter. Uh, what do you imagine this creature behaves like? <sighs> Okay, so if it's a fritter critter, I, I feel like is it trying to like hide as a pastry? Is it trying to be like a pastry? Because that's terrifying to me. Uh, that's sitting on a that's plate, just much waiting for we you went to grab for it. Oh god, yeah, it's all lumpy and stuff. So I feel like whenever you reach for it, um, it like senses that and like the little nodules and stuff that kind of like separates. And inside, uh, there's like I'm, I'm, I can see it in my head, but like like a mouth opening. Um, I don't want to say like a mimic, but like, cause there's many, many more, but like every little orifice like can like separate, you know what I mean? Every nodule like separates. And then there's just this, like this, like Sarlacc pit yeah, going on in no. every little piece. And as you kind of reach down to it, it'll, it'll just wait for you to touch it. And then it just like, boom, grabs on, just, like, latches on. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, I know this is kind of like a mimic, but let's be real here, folks. This is more like a critter from the movie Critters, yeah. but if it was in the form of an apple fritter, right. a fritter critter. A fritter right. critter. It's food. <laughs> yeah. Mimics don't it's not, be it's food. It's not a chest. It's not a door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a pretty lady. It's no. not a ladder. But, like, s- but see, I think that the, uh, the differentiating... Uh, between a mimic and a fritter critter is that the fritter critter only looks like a fritter, not that it's trying to pre- actually pretend to be one or it's, um, you know, it just happens to look like one and it's not changing from a fritter to a donut or a bagel or, uh, you know, a banana. It's always a fritter all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It doesn't right. have like, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have like the ability to, to morph. This is just, this is what it is, and this is what it does. Yes. It's a sticky <laughs> blob of n- nodule goo and teeth. And just like, did you ever see the movie The Blob? Like from... Which one? Like the, it's not the oldest one. It's the one in, the first one in color. 
Yeah, the where one he from pokes the 80s, it with maybe? a yeah the eighties. That one tripped me out. Um, so when he 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 uh, pokes it with a stick, right? Like he goes up to the whatever the thing and he like pokes it with a stick yeah. and it like climbs up the stick and it like grabs onto his arm. And that's how it just starts to eat him and it gets bigger. That's kind of what I imagine is happening. That's what this thing does. That's it. It just becomes a bigger <laughs> fritter, which makes it more looks more delicious. That's incredible. I never would have thought of that. <laughs> That's all I could think of when I was like, and now I kind of like don't want to eat a fritter. <laughs> well, don't do that. I mean, I, mean, I kind of feel like this has turned me off for fritters, which is fine because I'm on a diet right now. So this is <laughs> this is probably for the best. Yeah, just, you know, play this part of the episode for yourself over and over again, and you'll never want a fritter uh, ever again. You'll be so traumatized thinking about the fritter critter that if it eats you, it will get larger um, <laughs> yeah, that you'll just never eat fritters again. Right. But it never gets Perfect bigger. Diet. It never gets bigger than just like a very large fritter, you know, oh, like it's never okay. bigger than like a MacBook. <laughs> never gets larger than a MacBook. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm staring at one right now. I've I'm like, yeah, that's never the biggest, seen a fritter that big. It's probably the biggest <laughs> fritter I would ever even consider looking at. It's like, Oh, I didn't know how to make yeah. fritters. It's my first time. And I forgot. And I left everything together and I put it in the oven. <laughs> You know what? No, I could definitely see that happening. And it it's also a ate my dad. So. <laughs> oh, that was kind of weird. Uh, you don't see that every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I like that idea. Uh, let's see. Let's see. So what do you think it would have any kind of like uh, powers, anything that would like besides hmm. looking like a fritter? Or do you think that it's just kind of like it just already has this advantage? Why does it need feel to be like- able to shoot lasers? <clears throat> I feel like it can't move right on its own, on its own, mm. uh, volition. So I feel like it's got to attract people or some th- things to it. And so it puts out a, maybe like a, una, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a universal pheromone that will smell like whatever it is that you're attracted to, uh, food wise mm. to bring you to it, to eat it, to pick it up. Um, because yeah. it wants you to put it, try to put it in your mouth, right? So it that induces way hunger. It, it induces hunger. Yes, that that. So it controls your hunger, and yeah, yeah. So that's how it gets. That's like I don't know if you'd call it a superpower because it's like that's an actual triggering mechanism that we can. But it, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would call it a superpower either, but it's definitely like it's a thing it could do. It's already like again it's already in the form of something that it has no problem with finding victims right um so i don't think it really needs much more than like that i think that a pheromone okay, that wait, would attract i got people, it like i got i got yeah. superpower okay so uh <laughs> whatever goes in it you know obviously it's got to give off waste right mm, uh, okay however it doesn't and so where does that go well inside it's uh kind of like an interdimensional pathway to another existence and it's dumping out all those bones in this other alternate world and if we could just crack the case of how these critter these these fritter critters digest their food we could find ways to get to these other worlds that's wild 
So like if you crack the code, you can like figure out interdimensional travel. Yeah. Just go right to the like to while the it's critter, busy critter, eating bone. something else. If you can just get its gaping maw, like you know, like a, like a like because it can like stretch however far we need it to to make a doorway, but it's just literally just digesting you, and its digestion process is how you get there. Put on a certain kind of suit, you know what I mean, and you can yeah, you yeah. can walk through it, um, or send like a drone through it or something. Yeah, just be like, "Who we? That was that was something." It's like the <laughs> that was the crappiest experiment we've ever done. Like the Stargate, but it's a but it's like a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, do you think that? Let's see. What do you think is its favorite snack? Do you think that it would be just people, or do you think <sighs> it prefers something else? I think it likes flesh, um, specifically. Uh, I swear, if we go back to children, no, 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 no. Like, well, <laughs> I was gonna say like, hey, like, no, like it doesn't want to eat like, um, like cats or dogs. It wants, it wants a, a no, no fur. It doesn't, it can't digest fur. It can't digest hair. So the only right. thing that it leaves is hair. <laughs> but if it's full, like only. a fully, like a like a furry animal or something, it won't even, it won't even. No, not not, not me. Okay, so anything fleshy as long as it's not a furry animal. Right. So you could actually right. feed it. You could like put like a steak next to it and it would eat it. That's pretty cool. That that would save you a lot of time. And that's how you get I to think. the other side, right? Like you just keep you just constantly yeah. just you're just you're just like 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 those ducks that they make the pate from, which is a horrible thing in itself, but that's kind of mm-hmm. how you get to the other dimension is you're just shoveling <laughs> you just- like, you know, meats into it until it can't. <laughs> The endless meat that is the fritter critter. <laughs> it's just in a freezer. It's just the doorway of uh, interdimension. Oh, no. That's horrific. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was thinking, like, before you said, like, to basically just stack a whole bunch of steaks in it, uh, I was thinking, like, you put a steak on it, but then you shrink yourself into, like, one of those little ships from, like, one of the, you know, sci-fi movies, and you just ride it in. Right. Um but then I was like, that seems much more practical to like put like all the steaks and stuff inside of it. <laughs> We're just bringing, it, bringing it snacks and technology. you're just walking through while it's eating that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or that. Because <laughs> you got to walk through the, uh, the, uh, the other side. Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, what does it have any weaknesses? <sighs> mm. <laughs> uh, fluoride. Fluoride. Oh, wow. Probably because it like cleans the teeth, right? Right. So, so. I don't know why. <laughs> I just thought that was funny because it's a either, sweet. Actually. It looks like a sweet, but like fluoride is actually a, a fairly astringent cleaner and it comes in different forms. But like if you were, yeah, if you were to like, sh- like squirt a tube of toothpaste on that thing, it's, it's donezo. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to want to eat a, no. a fritter after Mm-mm. it's got toothpaste all over it. No. You know? Game over. Yeah, no, I can understand. It can't produce the pheromones yeah. anymore. Ooh. Uh, do you think there are many of these or just the one? Let's say there's one for each dimension uh, that exists in each other dimension. And that's they're like a version of themselves that have multiplied across interdimensionally. And they all, oh, here we go. And they all are part of the same creature. So these are like oh. mouths in different dimensions that are just sucking people things into it to like sustain existence that's really interesting and that's where the big bang started 
Of course. It was a giant <laughs> fart. From hunger. <laughs> a fart from hunger. Like, uh. Yes. <laughs> this got, thing was just having, it had lactose intolerance that day. And yeah. it was just like. <laughs> That's where it came from. Yeah. I mean, who hasn't been in that situation? Right? I mean, did it yesterday. So, you know. Mm-hmm. No, common. I know exactly what you mean. Common. Yeah. All the time. Uh, let's see. Let's see. There's got to be another one here. Uh, oh, uh, when was it first discovered? <sighs> mm. Mm. Well, the three we know about, uh, mm-hmm. were discovered in I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna work in like a World War two uh like like a science lab broke in after you know we busted up a a, a group of people that were sympathetic to the specific party of that time in the bad guy's side yeah uh, yeah, yeah but like yeah so we'll say maybe something like that like there was like <laughs> those those were in like un- unearthed in all of the things that that group did because they went around the world and tried to like collect a bunch of things to bring back. And so that these are some of the things that they found in, because they, they did like a, was it a, there's like a big, um, like an Antarctica. They went yeah, there I was to do just some scientific say. research or something. And so let's say they yeah. like found them there and that's where they're at. That's where they were. Yeah, they were kind of like frozen in the right. in the ice. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. I think that was uh I think that was kind of how the thing started. Maybe not actually, but I like it. I'm going to pretend like it is. I'm gonna but say yeah, that. I like that idea. I'm going to say that's where. Nice. All right, what else do we got to add to the fritter critter if anything? Mm. I don't know, man, tying it together with all the different dimensions and then a version of itself from each dimension in every other dimension, meaning there's how many dimensions do we think there are? At least three, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) No, see, I want to say like there's like 12 dimensions, right? Or no, I think that string theory says 11. And so there's these other ones out there just roaming around just somewhere, you know, buried under some some ranchers, you know, well, some, some, some guy's house, some guy's house, you know, it's underneath, it's in his found uh, right next to his foundation. It just was missed by inches. And then a, oh, par- a, a pipe burst. And then there you go. Yeah. I, I think that's that, really interesting. That idea. was like the big, the big, the big one for me is uh, tying them all together as one singular organism from different dimensions. Um, but they, they all, <sighs> harken back to that dimension uh, that 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 initial the connecting point between all the dimensions and that's why we have the dimensions and it has to be fed the, the fritter critter the must fritter be fed the critter must be fed it's very much uh what's well, uh what was the 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 little shop of horrors <laughs> feed me Seymour. Seymour. what's the what's the plant's name though leroy uh audrey too audrey too that's right why would i say yeah leroy? i um, I, I've been watching that. Like, <laughs> honestly, it's, I don't know if it still is, but it was on YouTube premium for like a long time. Oh, nice. And so that was like 
kind of my go-to movie while I was at work, like just killing time. When I, I don't um, like yeah. uh, musicals, but when I was a kid, I loved that movie. It's such a great movie. So like good. Rick Moranis yeah, is brilliant. <laughs> like Rick Moranis. I miss him. Yeah. Steve Martin yep, was like yep. great. Like I don't think there was a bad performance in the whole bunch. No. It was just so well done. And that's how you know it was good. Yeah. Because me, someone who doesn't like musicals, liked it. Yeah. Quite a few musical numbers in there if I don't remember. If I remember correctly. Oh, so many. It's it's I find myself every once in a while just be like, suddenly Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> Bursting into song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend you know, would be like, who are you? And where did you come from? That's well, green. you see, there was this fritter <laughs> on the table. And Do you think it sings like musicals as yeah, well? Yeah, it sings musicals while it's digesting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but they're in a language that we don't I understand. I like this creature so much more now. It's a, it's a, good, it's a good one. I really like this. This is probably my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we made some good ones. We made some bangers here tonight. There were some really good ones. Yeah. All these, just all these little guys, you know, all these just, little uh, guys. And this is the, the littlest little guy. It sure, sure is, but apparently also the biggest at the same time. Uh, I mean, technically <laughs> on a, on a galactic scale. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It spans dimensions, but yeah. as do we all. Yeah. I like how it's called. It's just a little guy. And, uh, the, uh, the, <laughs> the, the trans strider uh, is like, he could be like seven foot tall. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah but when he's no scared, doubt. he, sh- he, sh- he, he like, he like sits down, um, you know, squat style, you know, and like wraps his arms around his front of his legs. And that's how he, that's his, that's his resting position. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 So he folds up, you know, he's like, he's like uh, the medium, uh, <laughs> the medium luggage. <laughs> size that was for what now the second one that we made the uh the the, the, oh, tall, the, the long strider the bio uh, shifter yeah, the bio shifter i was Maybe trying to think of the bio strider the, I, I called it bio strider didn't i bio oh, no, shifter I no bio shifter because yeah right because we were talking yeah. about how it was striding a like, bio shifter yeah yeah but like uh bio shifter makes a lot more sense than bio strider but i kind of feel like that's good too so yeah uh, maybe we'll save that for the next one, or, or maybe we can swap them out interchangeably. I don't know. Stride, shift Strider. I don't know. <laughs> maybe me oh, shift Strider is a good one too. Oh no! <laughs> just call him Boost. Uh, there you go. His street name is Boost. Boost. <laughs> Boost Mobile. You see him around the corner. You're like, hey, Boost. <laughs> what are you doing here? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's that's a good point. Its name is Boost, and he's very mobile. It's legally distinct from that it's thing. It's very legally <laughs> distinct. The IP has not become infringed, and oh. we we spell uh, mobile differently. Yeah, yeah, and we spell Boost with a U with an umlaut. It's all one word. Hmm? Boostmobile. Right. No. Wait. Say. Now he's a car. No. <laughs> we messed up. We, we may have taken a wrong turn here. Hang on a second. We got to go back. Beep. 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 Okay. Okay. Uh, we almost did an Elon there. Oh. oh. You're almost right. cyber his, trucked ourselves. His name is X. <laughs> oh, no. His name, his name Legally is. Legally distinct. His name is. His name is Triple X. <laughs> no. Oh. His name is Vin Diesel. 
<laughs> Dim Weasel. Uh, Dim Weasel. <laughs> not to be confused with Jim Caviezel. Of course not. No. Nobody should be confused with Jim Caviezel. <laughs> Except for Jim Caviezel, because he is. Oh, I mean, he's just confused. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's confused. <laughs> confused. Uh, Excuse. Oh, oh no. All right. We'll Do we have need to anything else? Oh, of course. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll find a <laughs> delineation where I could be like, <laughs> yeah, this going in the blooper bin. <laughs> Uh, I do, uh, by the way, I have like, uh, what I've been doing lately is I will find like little sound bites in the episode and just cut them out and like save them to my discord. Nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so I've got one where like Zoe B's like, I love Mothman. He's so cool. Oh, I remember that part. <laughs> I did see that. Part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I listened to the part where she was going off about off Mothman. Yeah. Uh, and then there's one where Star said, like, kill a man, take his arms. And <laughs> that now has a permanent space in my <laughs> my Discord. So Perfect. Yeah, so I'm sure I'll go back and I'll find something from, like, our conversations and be like, that's going in the soundboard. Lunches. <laughs> Contribution. Oh, shit, I'm going to have to get this, like, boosted more so I can get more slots. <laughs> um, okay, but besides all that. Uh, we don't need to add anything else to the Fruity Critter. It's perfect. Yep. Just as it is. I enjoy it. Um, yes. So, Lunch, uh, is there anything that anywhere people can find you on the internet or like anything that they should follow for more uh, of you? Yeah, social media, uh, as many as I can get my hands on because there seems to be about a thousand these days, but at the Lunchbox or at Lunchbox, L U N C H B A U K S. It's spelled a little differently. Um, I mm-hmm. stream on Twitch, uh, taking a bit of a hiatus. I'm kind of repackaging some things, uh, going to be hitting the uh, D&D, TTRPG stuff pretty hard this next year. So I've been kind of taking some time off to work with this new beta program that allows you to create worlds using Unreal Engine 5 and try to invite some people in to play some games, uh, try to get something that I can is, is streamable. So uh, between that, uh, doing some art, I have a tarot card project uh, built around streamers that I just filled the last spot on. So that's what I'm kind of working on. Um, outside you can follow me on um i have some of the process on tiktok uh and i have some of the images on my instagram again at the lunchbox and so uh yeah you can you can uh check me out there and then uh, stay tuned for up and coming tbd stuff all right awesome hey thanks again so much for being on here i had a lot of fun uh, we'll have to do this again sometime in the future, especially because we keep on coming up for new names, like <laughs> coming up with new names for stuff. Absolutely. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks for being here. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you all later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to just a little guy. Special thanks goes out to all of our patrons who continue to make this show possible especially those who subscribe at our incomprehensible cosmic abomination tier, whose names I will read out right now. <clears throat> Thank you to our longtime friend, Taru Tikkanen, as well as our newest patron, D. Solari. Huh, Solari. Why does that name sound familiar? I am eternally grateful for your generosity. As ever, if you'd like to support our show, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash guy. That's Lil, as in the Roman numerals for 51 and 50, respectively. 
want to check out Lunchbox's work, but don't want to do all that heavy typing? Don't sweat it. I've included links to all of his projects in the description. Thanks again for listening, and as always, beware the fritter critter.